Welcome to episode 36 of the Sydney EO Business Podcast. I'm Brendan Tarazzi, the host of the show, and today I'm with Victoria Butt from Parity Consulting. Hi, Victoria. Hi, Brendan. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for coming on today. So um, I'm, you, we had a lot of information before we started, so I'm just trying to work out which is the um, – we might just start with what we first talked about. You've recently taken some time off work and um, tell us a little bit about what you're – you, you've been doing because you take me as a, a t- the type of person that puts a twist on things. Everything you do has <laughs> got a little twist on it. So <laughs> tell, tell me about that. Well, um, so the last couple of months I've actually been on adoption leave. I um, have been, um, I've decided, my husband and I decided to adopt my niece from the UK um, and we wanted to settle her into Australia. She's a beautiful little redhead. So we wanted to, to settle her into the climate and the, and the culture here gradually. So I worked a condensed week for a few months. So she's been here nine weeks now. Oh, fantastic. And you've got another, uh, is it a daughter or a son? Yeah, so I've got a, I've already got, um, William is um, three and Rosie just turned four. There's eight months between them, which oh, wow. they call the Irish twins, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> and how's uh, William taking to having a new yeah. sister, a bigger sister? Oh, he, yeah, love and hate, loads of, loads of hugs, loads of fighting. But um, yep. he's, uh, for the most part, they're both adjusting really well. We, we really couldn't be happier. We've also, we've also got a tribe of people around us who have just been amazing at supporting us. And, and EO being, being one of them, this is, the court case went on for 18 months. So I've had the most amazing support from Forum, women of EO, from, oh my goodness, everyone. So it's mm. been, it's been a really horrible, contentious court case but actually the most amazing result and and journey okay fantastic and um and so what brought you to australia uh or how long have you been in australia should yeah ask? yeah so 11 years this month okay so i came um with a, a best friend of mine and with a backpack and just stayed you know okay. usual sort of english story yeah much to my parents disgust but they are <laughs> still very upset about it but um no we've we've been here 11 years now my my husband actually my now husband i met just a couple of months before i left i came here to meet an australian husband okay i was very focused on that and then um, <laughs> just before i left i met paul and he followed me a year later and we've been married for six years Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And parity is seven and a half, you were saying, before we started? Yes, yes. What, what got you into – well, first of all, tell us what you do. Yeah. You're a recruiter with a twist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> aren't we all? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Parity is an executive search a company that specialises in marketing product and digital recruitment. Main, uh, clients are mainly insurance companies, banks, um, asset managers and, and software companies. I have always been in recruitment since I left university. Um, I very much have found my home. Really love helping people move jobs mm. and, and, and things. So I came to Australia and, and got a job um, as a recruiter and then realised Australia um, could could do with uh, doing recruitment slightly differently. Yeah. Um, I, I had a real problem with um, just sending an invoice to a client. I had a real problem with that because I think we, we just have a duty of care of recruiters to do so much more. Um, so I set Parity up to demonstrate that our candidates were as important to us as our clients, i.e. Parity, and that um, I committed um, from day one to spend 10% of my profits on 
pro bono events and training exercises for um, our candidates to upskill them and to um, allow them to get better jobs, more money and, and more flexibility. And so how does that work in practicality? So you put yeah. on an event, what, yeah. once a year? Or? Yeah, we do 10. Oh, yeah. 10 events a year. Yeah, so we've okay. got a full-time member of staff on, on this. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah, it's, it's, yeah we, spend, we spend a lot of money so on it. So it's like a once a month, uh, is it drinks at the bar or oh, has it been more than goodness, that? Oh, my goodness, yeah. So that's, you know what, that when I got into recruitment 15 years ago, it was all about drinking and I love a drink now. Yeah. However, um, it's absolutely not. No one's got time for drinking. And if you want to drink, you drink with your friends, right? Yeah. So now we, um, our last event was just last month and it was a product, we called it Product Lab. It was 120 product managers in the room. We had three to- uh, three speakers. So that, Sorry, that's the 120, uh, they're candidates, are they? They are. Yeah, not... Not on the client side. No, look, some of them were clients, um, but we don't pitch to clients. It's very much a um, it's a candidate-led initiative. So it's a le- it's like a learning event, is Abs- it? Yeah, yeah. So it's skill. Absolutely. So there's three um, TED Talk style speakers, all very senior executives. Yeah. Um, Twenty minute TED Talk, and then I facilitated Q and A. Oh wow. Yeah. So that was one of our. Look, I have to say that was probably one of our better events. I mean, we've we've had a couple that um, have, have crashed and burned. We we had one recently that we got sort of like seventy percent dropout rate. We had ten people turn up. It was it was yeah right. We just didn't pitch it right, and I think because we do so many of these, we've rushed it, and so so one hundred and twenty people. I mean, that's a huge turnout. You must have had yeah. some good talent to yeah. attract, attract people in. Absolutely. And because we don't sell when they're there, um, I get up and just talk about what I believe recruiters should do mm. and our duty of care. Um, and then my team are all around and they're lovely people. And so, you know, a lot of the referrals we get are just people are sent to us because they just want us to look after them. They don't mm. want any bullshit or, you yep. know, we're going to change the world for them. Um, we can't place everyone, but at least we give them a, 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 a sort of an honest, no judgment ear mm. and tell them the truth about the market. So, so it, it sounds like kind of classic content marketing where you're giving away something free of value without any expectation of a return, and but yet it comes back in spades. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, yeah, I, it's so articulate because I hadn't really sort of quite... Um, looked at it uh, like that interestingly although I wanted to do this here I went back to the UK recently on a study tour and I went back to my old boss who I still think is just a phenomenal man Um, and it really disturbed me how little London had progressed since I'd been gone so I'd always thought of Australia being slightly behind in recruitment terms to London because recruitment is definitely um, more mature there it has been. I mean, there's 2,000 recruitment agencies in one square mile of <coughs> London, <Amazing>. right? <laughs> Which is why it's a shit, it's a yeah. shit fire as well. Yeah. It's awful. People are climbing over each other to get on. Um, but disappointingly, London is so far behind on wellness. Um, okay. They, they, they are absolutely working well with the remote working and flexibility, but it's nowhere near the level that Australia is at. And um, the recruitment agencies are still doing the same tactics that they were doing when I was there 10 years ago, which 
it's disappointing because I think what Australian recruitment companies do so well now is to do give value before you ever expect to receive it. So does that mean that there's been copycats of your yeah. your model uh, <laughs> that you've come up with? Oh, there's one agency who are just kicking ass at the moment. Um, and, and actually, I'm trying to get the, the, the leader, uh, the CEO there to join EO. Oh, okay. Because they're not a direct competitor. Okay. Um, and she's doing so much better than I think we are. I mean, right. she's just um, phenomenal. We have 11 staff and, you know, our, our revenues, you know, it, it's good and, and I'm really proud of it. Um, but I think she is destined for great, great things. So yeah, right. I think EO is going to really help her. So watch this space for her. Yeah. Because when I think of recruiters, um, yeah, it's it's something that I would avoid like the plague. <laughs> Necessary no, no, evil. No offence, <laughs> but I'd, I've just found from personal experience, and it's probably the, the, the style of recruiters that I use, but they have probably about as much chance of picking someone as good as I have got uh, picking someone on Gumtree. So, <laughs> oh, wow. <yeah. laughs> oh, it's it, might, it might be a different niche. But um, and, uh, in other words, it's like a 50-50 chance whether you're going to get it right. Oh, I know. Look, I, I will – and absolutely, um, I, I will say this. When your commodity that you're selling is unpredictable like people is, mm. it is a hard job. Yeah. It is – being a, a, a good recruiter is a huge amount of work and it's relentless and your commodity is unpredictable and they lie to you. They lie to you. And so your faith in people can be can be rocked at times. So whenever I see someone in recruitment and they're doing well, I have so much respect for them because it is a, it's a tough job. But unfortunately, like any industry, there's always these wheeler-dealer types that just want to make a quick buck. Yep, mm. yep. And so what are some of the other um, different things that you do? You were saying that um, staff are 100% remote uh, if yes. they want to be. And I was just looking at you there thinking, oh, my goodness, I've got nothing else here. And so my <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> my you, you do, you do. <laughs> my team, um, so everyone is, is allowed to work remotely. Um, I've got someone working on holiday at the moment from the UK. Um, so we've set it up that I have 80% female staff members because I have um, such a heavy part-time workforce. I believe um, that, that part-time women, uh, well actually part-time anyone, um, but it just so happens that it's more um, more female, um, more female orientated, um, are just a, a very underused and underappreciated commodity. Um, so I hired my first part-time member of staff after being in business uh, for a month, and it was it was it wasn't a strategic move. It was a cost move. I didn't need someone full-time, and then I realised how damn good she was. And so I hired my next one, and then I hired my next one, and I had a, I only had one part-time man. Um, and, um, and and he's great. Um, and then I just I've just kept hiring and, and providing as much flexibility and support as I can. And I really don't believe we would have been this successful if um, we had just been linear in our thinking. Um, so I think a lot of people in, in here, if they didn't need to work three days a week, I'm not sure they would have come to work for Parity. Mm. You know, we're I think we you know we're good and we're doing some great things, but we're we don't pay the biggest salaries or the biggest commission or we don't go out drinking all the time we're all <laughs> we have uh, what we call organized fun we have fun every um you know it's in our diaries because we're you know busy people so um the staff here uh, because they are part-time and i give them so much flexibility they give me their loyalty and um 
they work harder, I believe. I think that's um, today's workforce, though. Flexibility is worth yeah. more than than money. Oh, massively. And and also I'm um, we've got a couple of people here who have a, d- a couple of different careers. So Oh, okay, that's por- interesting. Yeah, portfolio careers is is the new sort of to- uh, term out of Silicon Valley. So, so what does that actually mean? So they they're working on a startup while and this is just paying some yeah. bills or Yeah, pretty much. I I insist I, I do insist that they have a passion for this job because otherwise it's, too, it's just yeah. too hard to do it otherwise. Um, but um, I've got two people here that have their own businesses. One's got a wellness lifestyle business okay. um, and that's she does a lot of uh, corporate yoga, mm-hmm. for instance. Um, but I trust her entirely when she's here. She's 100% here. Um, and the other person has got a graphic design business that they do on the side. So they work three days a week and two days a week on their own business. And so... As long as as long as there's clear parameters up front in terms of what's expected of them when they're here, then they can do whatever they want any other time, you know, of course. And you were saying there's 80% female workforce. Yes. <laughs> Where, what are the guys? Is there two guys or three guys? Or? There's three guys, yeah. yeah. Yep. Poor, poor lads. <laughs> look, I'm sure they love it. I, I think one of them loves it, actually, yeah. 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 Um, look, he's... I have to say I'm not proud of my diversity stats. Um, I feel that I really, really have tried hard to, mm. to hire more, more it's guys. A, it's on a relatively low number though. It's Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not like it's 100 people and 80 women Oh, jeez. Can you imagine? I think 80 en- of any gender or, or, or way of thinking is a terrible idea. Uh, look, I think because we are so transient and the, the three men, two of them are full-time and one's part-time, okay. um, I think that that means that it's not as intense for for, for one minority um, but I but but I have to say um, I, I think that there's a lot of respect I hire people based on value and my own values and the business's values um, and one of them's respect and mm. so we have um, we have a lots of camaraderie I think I think women and men can have some great banter mm. um, so I've I've always worked in really diverse workplaces, and I haven't seen um, uh, I haven't seen any cultural issues from having heavier female. However, until it's fifty fifty, I'm not going to be that happy. Okay. So does that mean that you're growing the number of staff you have? Or? Yeah, we've always got like three or four vacancies. Um, okay. It just takes me it takes me about for a recruiter. I recruit really slow. Yeah. So <laughs> I've seen I've seen all of the the tricks in the book. So it takes me about three months to hire someone. Okay. Um. Not 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 Do that. Do you I w- get it right all the time? Oh my goodness, no. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely not. And anyone tells you they do, it's full of shit. Um, yeah. I um, I've got it wrong. I got it wrong so badly that a, a lady I hired um, ended up bullying me. Oh wow! And I okay. was I was pregnant, and it was just a disaster. And I had to, I nearly had to shut the business down. It was that bad. So yeah, I've got it really wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I think when you start your own business and you know you're you know you lack a bit of confidence, you you, you hire differently. Um, and now I have a no no dickhead policy, so it takes me a while to find the right person. Yep. And so since you've put in the uh, that policy, <laughs> has it changed things? Or I mean, yeah, it's 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 been amazing. Um, we have a process here that's probably quite arduous for the actual candidate, but I every every single person in this business has to um, give the thumbs up to the new candidate. So oh they have right, to be okay. interviewed by all 11 people oh before wow. they're allowed in the door. Okay. Which is really... That, w- that must be incredibly hard to get consensus. 
it, it, it is. Um, and look, it's... God, I feel like this is what Macquarie Bank used to do back in the day. And yeah. even they've stopped doing this because it's too much. What we do is we do speed interviews. So we do literally five minutes. So it's actually okay because I have so many part-time staff. They all just have to work on a Wednesday. So they have to come in the office on a Wednesday because okay. otherwise it's just too, it's too hard. So... On a Wednesday, they were inherently interview two people. Oh, but so today is today is a lucky day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a Wednesday today. So, um, so we had an interview here earlier, um, actually for an intern. He's a man, by the way. Yep. Oh, diversity stats up. Yeah. He's uh, and he's a very young man as well because we do have our um, our youngest staff members twenty five and our oldest is sixty five. Okay. So. We, we just, we, I'd like some more spunky, you know, um, youngsters in here to really challenge things. Um, but yeah, so he came in earlier, came in for an hour, and he got through six people. Oh, right. Yeah. How did the candidates find that? I mean, it, it, that would be quite intimidating, I'd imagine, it, if you were a certain type of personality. Totally, yeah. yeah. Look, at the end of the day, we're hiring recruiters. So yeah. if they if they do find that intimidating or, or, or they're, they're uncomfortable by that. You, you kind of got to be a people person, right? You got it. It's kind of a it's a self selecting yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, look, I do set it up from the start, and I do explain and I pitch it that it's um, it's incredibly important for their onboarding sake as well, so that they come into the business and they know every single person in here. And also, I think it's important for them if they have someone uh, parity that they have a bad vibe with or, or they don't like, then it gives them a chance to opt out too. Yeah. True. Yeah, so it's. I have to say, I've. I've and has that happened where people have said, "Oh, I don't like staff member number six. No, it's normally about me, not them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no one's. No one's actually said outright. Um, we we do decline probably people more than they decline us. However, however, those really excellent excellent candidates, um, I've had trouble um, attracting. So mm. I tend to go for the um, people that I have to grow into the role. But is that because, I don't know, like the really excellent recruiters that are yeah. expecting a different pay grade or well they, well, they want my job and they don't yeah. want to work hard anymore and they yeah. want to run a business without actually build. So I still recruit. Um, I just recruit very senior roles. So I'll do one or two at the t- uh, one time. And I'll, I've always say to myself, I'll always be on the tools, you know, yeah. unless I'm close to the market. Well, I guess it, it keeps you, it gives you currency, right? If you if you're not on the phones and you don't understand what's actually happening in the business, yeah. then absolutely. And my my role has become more. I present to leadership teams and f- and uh, around Sydney and 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 a little bit in Melbourne, just on the future of of, of hiring and the future of, of interviewing. Um, and so the people that I want to attract that 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 are really excellent recruiters tend to just want to come in and do that shiny stuff and all of the. <laughs> You know, they just want to manage my team and do all of that mm. sort of stuff. And look, we're just not big enough for like a, yeah. a CEO or a general manager at this stage. And I still really love my job. So I'm just... That's helpful. Just not interested <laughs> just yet. To, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't imagine not being in this business. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So you've got, you've got the passion for it. And, mm. and so what is the future for Parity? Yeah. Do we, where do you want to take it? And Yeah. Look, or I is, it, is it just, you know helping you live a great lifestyle. Yeah. And EO has been amazing um, for me to look at my exit strategy and to really look at the actual strategy. And I have just some incredible people that have shared their views on this and the experiences. Um, 
I actually don't have one. Mm. And I think it took me until about a week ago to say that out loud because I felt so inferior by not having this exit strategy where I want to make gazillions by selling the business. I have had a couple of people want to buy the business. It's just I'm not ready. Mm. Uh, And actually, I don't think... You still have to do something. I think you, you know, you have a break for a while and... And then what? Well, what this ha- <laughs> you know, then you because I've done that. I've done yeah. my first business. I was running it for ten or eleven years. Yeah. I sold it. Yeah, had a couple of years off, and then I went. Oh shit! I got to I got to do <laughs> yeah. this all over again. And <laughs> I, I was so naive to think that it would be really easy just to do another startup. And oh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's yeah, and my kids, like I said, like one's just been through quite a quite horrific sort of transition, um, and the other one's really little and also going through a transition. Um, and I'm the main breadwinner in our family. My husband works part time, and and he's just incredible. Um, we have a really he's no- not one of the three. Is nice, he? no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Although he actually does help out. Um, he should get my stats up, shouldn't he? Um, so he, um, no, he's very hand. Look, he's very hands on uh, at home and allows me to 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 be here as well as be at home, which is good. Look, I think the the the, the plan is is to just continue and 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 build our um, I guess build our portfolio of of. Um, uh, wealth that sounds a bit wanky doesn't it but I just this business is going to allow us the lifestyle that we want and I ideally want to take three months off every year yeah um, and for this place to run itself which I have to say it's been doing really well since I've been going back and forth from the UK mm. um, and just I'm just happy with that I have plans for this business we've just set up an um, amazing new initiative which is going to be um, it's unfortunately I can't go into it because it's um, still um, yet to be um, sort of launched, but it's basically a video um, interviewing type um, initiative. Um, and I've got a couple of people I'm talking to that I may go into business with that will broaden the recruitment um, offering to not just recruitment and training like we do at the moment, and it's going to be broadened to career services and coaching and EAP and things like that. Mm. But all, all of those discussions are just going to continue and, and we see. But it, no, no plans to sell. Would like to grow a bit more, um, definitely. Uh, we've been growing, um, last year we grew 60%. Oh, wow, that's yeah, great. Really yeah, really good. Yeah, top line 60%. So it's really tough with that. So I think if we can just sustain 20% growth year on year and I can look after my family yeah. and take them on nice holidays, yeah. that's, that's, I'm good with that. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm working Nothing wrong class. with living in the moment. I'm you just know, having the plan, you know, have an eye <laughs> on the future, but you're yeah. enjoying it as you go along. So it yeah. sounds like. I want, uh, I've had a couple of friends recently have turned 50 and they've lost their jobs or they've, they've, something's happened to them. It's really shaken them because mm. their job defined them, mm. as mine does me. Yeah. Um, you know, it's fun. You know, it's not, not something I'm proud of. So I think I'm just trying, trying to, like you say, live in the moment. And both Paul and I are working class British. We've never grown up with money. We don't need that much money. You mm. know, we live in summer here. We're in a beautiful house and, you know, the kids... You know, they get secondhand toys. They don't yeah. need new toys. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we're we're comfortable with that. Yeah. Maybe in a couple of years, I want to buy a boat or something, but probably not. <laughs> we'll see. Excellent. All right. Well, um, we might wrap up now, Victoria. I've got just five short questions for you. Um, may I ask how old you are? I'm thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. And what do you like to do to keep fit? Oh, um, I really love swimming. Swimming, okay. Yeah, I love swimming. How many hours sleep are you getting each night? Oh, not enough. 
um, <laughs> if I can, eight, but yep. more like six. Okay. And um, do you have any personal goals that you're looking to achieve in the next 12 months? I I have. Um, I want to buy a unit in Queenstown because... I thought you were going to say, I want to buy a boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, a yeah. unit in Queenstown, oh, that, that would be awesome. Yeah, so I'm a skier, so I used to live in Austria. Oh, so wow. I'm, a, I'm a massive skier, yeah. so um, my, my life goals are one one property in the snow, one property in the sun, yep. and a family property and, you know... Yeah. Well, sounds like you're, you're almost there. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, if you could be remembered for one thing in business, what would that be? Oh, my goodness. Um, I would say doing always doing the right thing. Yep. Always okay. doing the right thing. Excellent. And then finally, uh, where can people learn more about Victoria? What's your website? Yes, yeah, so uh, Parity, Parity's website is parityconsulted.com.au. Um, there's there's a section on there, um, and um, LinkedIn is 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 pretty up to date. We're, we're we're quite active on LinkedIn. I'm quite active on LinkedIn. Quite okay. opinionated. Awesome. Okay, Victoria, okay. thank you so much.